Boomcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Boomcast. We have another exciting episode here for you today. As always, I'm your host, Storm. I'm joined by my co-host, Evil. What's up, everybody? If you could do us a great favor and like, comment, and subscribe, that would help out the channel. Yes, sir. And today we have our, Jim, we have our very first returning guest today. Yep. It's kind of a special, a special occasion, our very first returning guest. That's pretty cool to me. We have uh, the homie, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Gersh back on for another episode. How you doing, brother? I'm, I'm good, dude. I'm glad to be here. It's for sure. Like a, a lot has changed to say the least since last yeah, time, man. but all for the Lots better. And just that's just the way things go. Yeah. Yeah. I want to start off by saying, first of all, just congratulations on everything that's happened since we last talked, obviously. I appreciate that. <laughs> and uh, super, super happy for you, super proud, like proud of you because, you know, when we first talked, you know, a lot of, you were you were a young, motivated, ambitious, super talented, super hungry young man looking to uh, make a dent in the scene. And since then, you literally went out and did what you said you were going to do. So again, congratulations from the bottom of my heart. I'm really happy for you and uh, it's awesome to see it, man. Appreciate that, dude. Like, I've I've got nothing but love from people, and that's just what I take home at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, right back at you, bro. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's just just enjoying the ride, to say the least. Yeah, man. All right. So last time you were on Gersh, it was back in February. You were running socials at Wester and doing a really good job of it. Uh, a lot has happened, obviously, since then. From then till now. Um, you're obviously for people who don't know, uh, you are now working with the highly, uh, touted social media team over at Ambox official and with New York subliners. So kind of walk us through the, uh, process of, you know, going from back in February to, to that point and what got you, uh, on that talented roster of people over at subliners. And obviously only, you only give us the details that you're allowed to give us, of course, but, uh, yeah, I'd love to know what yeah. that journey looked like and how that all came to be. Um, well, it's like Illy says, you know, stay safe and keep grinding. Uh, that was kind of the mentality, just going through it. And um, yeah, like I, I once I kind of built up the realization that there are people watching what we do. Um, we were being talked about on like the CDL broadcast just as a random amateur team. Um, it was kind of like, the the shift in mentality that like is this something i do for fun on the side or do i actually like want to um use that attention that we are getting to kind of translate it into an actual like flow of opportunities um right so i put out my resume out on twitter uh, at that time like not many people were looking for something and of course like the way cod is the majority of hiring is always going to be in the off season but um, it was just kind of with the understanding that, like, when I do put this tweet out, even if someone isn't looking for an opportunity, whenever they do click on my profile or if they do like hear about Wester and they just look it up, see who's running it. Um, my my resume is already there for them to see, like, locations, my experience, all that. Right. And I mean, it helps, too, because like otherwise what you'd have to do is get an interview or build up like your connections to meet that person through like DMs or However, so you might get the opportunity normally to like link throw your resume in the yeah. conversation. Yeah. Yeah. LinkedIn. <laughs> um, it's a whole nother dynamic to the grind. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was just the kind of uh, mentality when putting it out. And for sure that wasn't a step taken like lightly. Um, it was my first time really like 
venturing out into the professional scope of esports um, on like an official note. So uh, consults a lot of a lot of people I'd made like uh, as connections. Um, one of which actually ended up hiring me, which <laughs> we'll get into later. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to make sure like everything was refined and polished before uh, actually like, put it out there as a representation of myself. But yeah, to summarize, like kind of the lead in, um, I wouldn't like say I have like some sort of high and mighty work ethic or anything. It's just a matter of like, I enjoy it. Right. And at some like, sometimes that's not a good thing. Like, um, a lot of people in esports are, they, so a lot of people in esports will sometimes like put in time that they shouldn't be just because they enjoy their job. Um, but, I like I can't really complain about it. Um I've I've loved what I've done everything this year and at the end of the day it's just something that I get to um look back on and smile about. So yeah, when, nothing when, really When you love what you do, uh it shows in the product, right? And yeah. oftentimes like especially in any form of media whether it's social, video, like whatever form of media you're involved in, uh if you love what you do and that passion shows through, that's going to grab more people's attention and it's going to, you know, take people in more. So I would say in your case, in your field, uh, loving what you do is a definite positive, you know? Hey, you know, people yeah, say, dude. if you love what you, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. That too. Yeah. Exactly. It just, I, for me, like my observations here, it's just kind of, kind of taking it back on like an amateur level. It's like, if we are able to emulate everything like having social media managers at our level and try to emulate what these big organizations are doing that kind of like feeds into those stepping stones. You know what I mean? You were doing what you were doing with Wester. You were doing what you were doing as a community mod for um, empire. I think it was empire. You know what I mean? You were doing those things at like a lower level and then you put your resume there and that's where, I mean, that's where these companies, you know, New York Subliners and Ambox, like they, they mm-hmm. reach in and they pluck from those amateur organizations because you're already kind of in the space, you know what's going on, you have a brain for it, you know the community, and you're also in the community that they are wanting to kind of reach into and touch, right? So yeah. it just makes all the sense in the world. Like for all these amateur organizations that look up to guys like you or anybody who's like a social media manager, they want to do the stuff behind the scenes and they're not, you know, trying to become pros at the game. Like, and they want to be in the space. We'll emulate it at your level. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I and think, I think you brought, you, no, go, ahead, go, ahead. go ahead, go ahead. Well, I think uh, Jim brought up a great point about like kind of companies out there trying to find their kind of uh, target people within industries of their, looking to build upon in, in terms of staff. Um, mm-hmm. Cause the thing is uh, when I, when I put out that tweet, no one really like reached out or anything. Um, but it, it was kind of like uh, something to back me up when I was looking for opportunities. Um, like there's nowhere that I apply that I can't like not mention. Um, for example, like I applied to a cloud nine internship just randomly and like didn't get that. Mm-hmm. Um, Random things here and there. I'm trying to think what else. Um, Rocker had a had their whole like intern um, thing, which I don't want to like speak on too much because it's a it's a thing in the past for them. But that's um, to that too. Um, yeah, like an assortment of things here and there, and eventually, um, well, it, it was just like trying to tr- uh, trying to chase the opportunity, right? Mm-hmm. Like regardless of whatever it was. 
Um, and so what happened was uh, Matt Lucero, who's the um, kind of head of content here at uh, Anbox, he was looking for someone for uh, for Valorant to make like uh, memes or, or content. And I've never played Valorant Day in my life. Uh, you guys know from the connectivity yeah, you're, issues you're we've had, like. <laughs> No, but you guys know, like, from the oh, connectivity yeah. issues we've had, like, my, my computer can't even handle it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, my, my goal was just, like, you know what, if, if I get it, I'll, I'll learn Valorant on the spot, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, second half of it is just the memes, and I think that just, like, comes naturally at that point. Yeah. But, yeah, I reached out, um, and for sure, like, well, I wasn't, I wasn't aware that um, Subliners were looking for a social media coordinator uh, at that time, but um again me reaching out and being able to send my resume like allowed um me to kind of be in the conversation and um what what jim just said like connects right there like again i was reaching out for just anything and everything but Mm -hmm. the fact that like they happen to need someone in the cod community and um again like i got my name in the conversation just by randomly shooting my shot for something completely unrelated like yeah it all it all adds up at the end of the day so yeah, so something I want to take away here for anybody watching, any uh, people who are, you know, thinking about diving into getting a new job or anything like that. A couple of things here. One, Gersh is, he's, you're 19 still, right, Gersh? Yeah. Okay, so Gersh is 19. Don't tell me that age is a factor or, you know, I can't do something because I'm 19 or whatever. So that's thrown out the window. Anybody with the right talent, the right credentials, you know, work ethic and, uh, uh, drive to want to get something you can do it uh secondly putting his resume together and throwing it up on the timeline despite not getting any hits initially that opens the door for opportunities if he was shy about it if he was uh one foot in one foot out about it and you know never took that leap and put his resume up there nothing that followed would have happened i mean we don't know we don't know uh the future but you know i'm i'm assuming nothing that followed would have happened because people wouldn't have known that he was open to opportunities. So you have to put yourself out there and you have to take that leap and take that risk. And then on top of that, despite not getting initial, you know, hits, he still was pursuing and reaching out himself with that resume for opportunities. And even with that, he was reaching out for opportunities that weren't necessarily in his immediate wheelhouse, but it turned into something that was. So you never know what connection you make, uh, what leap you take with, you know, putting yourself out there. You never know where it's going to lead you unless you, you know, take that step and put yourself out there. So that's huge. Yeah. I just want to give that back to our audience. You know, we got a lot of younger people that watch and uh, I just want to give them that little piece of advice, you know, because you're, you're a perfect example. And shooting and shooting your shot. Cause that's the thing. Like you shoot your shot. What's the worst going to happen? They say, no. Okay, cool. Yeah. Carry yeah. on. You know what I mean? And like, even, even if you do like get a interview or something, you realize like it's not what you really want to do, then you're the one that has to say yes at the end of the day, right? So yeah, yeah. you find out yeah. either way, right? <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, so the Valorant position, you, I'm, I'm assuming you reached out about it and applied for it or whatever. And then, how did that transition into Subliners work? Um, so I DM Matt. Um, he was looking for like someone to make memes for Valorant, um, and it, like the 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 premise of his uh, looking for people tweet was to DM him. So I did, um, and I'm sure he also <laughs> kind of had the the first first glance at my resume 
and thought to himself, like, this guy is only working COD. Why is he all of a mm-hmm. sudden trying to focus on Valorant? Right. Um, but yeah, I guess subliners were looking for um, a social media coordinator, which like completely slipped by me. I I didn't see uh, that they were, but just by chance, like the fact that I'd reached out to Matt and then also um, Yangson, who um, is like the social media manager at Inbox. Yep. Shout um, out Yangson. Yeah, shut up, Yanks. She like she'd seen my resume because, of course, she helped me work on work on it. And she's also like someone I'd gone to know through my time in esports up to that point. So, um, just like perfect mix of things, um, allowed the opportunity to, to present itself. Awesome, man! You love you love those stories, man. You love to see it. Yeah. I love I love um, uh, I love just when something works out. You know what I mean? Uh, so now uh i know that you've been there how long have you been there now working with them uh since a third so okay been about yeah it's been over two months dude two months uh i guess my next question would be making that leap like jim mentioned from you know amateur level to you know the pro league and things like that um what things that you were already doing with wester i guess kind of can be uh related in that you know at that level as well like what things kind of prepped you for the job you're doing now like if that makes any sense well i think like wester wester was a a bit odd because it was like more so a passion project like essentially Mm -hmm. it was myself and a few other guys just putting in time wherever we could and trying to keep up but there were some days where we couldn't because we weren't like on a official schedule or anything but the goal at the end of the day, um, regardless of what position we were in, like um, Jung is our video editor at that point. Um, mm-hmm. Rosie was on graphics and the goal for each of us is just to do what we do, but on a professional level. So just continuously like learning and um, trying to emulate that and what we do. So I think like a lot of what we did on that page during like um, the, the time where we all were there. Uh, wasn't like anything too far off of um what's expected now and i think that's mostly because like our our goal was to um be essentially prepare ourselves for yeah you're just emulated yeah Mm -hmm. and i think like there's there's for sure stuff that i mean i'm not saying like running uh or helping run subliners is exactly like a challengers team but um at that point it was just like the difference between us trying to teach ourselves and getting the guidance uh elsewhere Right. And uh, well, everyone's got to discover go ahead, themselves too. Everyone, every brand's got to discover their own voice too. Right. So mm-hmm. like before, I think even before you jumped on from what I saw on the TL, because I follow all these organizations, mm-hmm. not really many orgs were doing what like Wester was doing on the TL, right? Like throwing out memes and stuff like that. Like now we got subliners or subliners have their own team which kind of goes into their, to their voice of their, or their, of their page. And you got, um, I think optics got, you know, their team, um, hundred thieves has their team with all the, uh, star Wars puns and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's I mean, about it developing that chills. flavor, right? Like back <clears throat> what we talked about back in February, <laughs> brand, brand voice. Can't forget. <laughs> yeah. But like there's uh, other teams that just don't do it. You know what I mean? I don't think yeah. Legion does it. I don't think, uh, Ravens do it um so no no ravens ravens do it for sure i think um there's you don't you don't see it as like obviously because it's not like a thematic thing for them like Mm -hmm. 
for example, Wester of the Palm Trees, and as you mentioned, like yeah. these were experimenting with Star Wars stuff. But mm-hmm. for Ravens, like, and I'm saying this because uh, I've talked to to Petter, who's their social media manager, about okay. this. Their their brand voice at this point is like no, they they know that they're gonna lose. Um, and I say that like, of course, like with high hopes that they will win. But yeah, uh, yeah like they they know that they are losing. But instead of taking the approach that many other teams do, and I won't like call out anyone because it's not my place to, but instead of just like not posting uh, when they lose, it's more of like saying, okay, yeah, this year has not been the way we wanted it to. Like, let's just like have fun with it. And I think like Raven, that's why like (laughs) Ravens air, regardless of if it's their match or not, Ravens will like throw a meme up or um, just try and get in the conversation. And like at the end of the day, even if they are what 11th or 12th right now, like their name has been in the conversation on Twitter. And that's purely because like, They've again adapted with their brand voice. So yeah, I do. I, I, I do find it funny. Sorry to cut you off. I do okay. find it like when I see like uh, brand pages or kind of like going back and forth and vibing with each other on the TL like during matches and during majors and stuff like that. Like it's it's awesome, man. Those like, Florida posts, <laughs> man, with the boat and uh, oh man, I love those. Those got me. Oh, yeah. Those are awesome. <laughs> Just interacting with the other orgs, right? That's awesome stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, another question I had for you was, other than the scope, meaning like the following, uh, obviously jump going from Wester to, you know, Ambox and Subliners, uh, what other, I guess, learning curves have you had to hit in making that jump? What what other big things have been an eye-opener for you going to that level, I guess? Um, I think the biggest thing is for sure the schedule. Like, I went from something that was completely um, self-operated, and as I mentioned, like, passion project for everyone that was involved to somewhere where of course we have very real expectations whether it's time or actual like quality of the product that we put out um for sure a lot more like direct work with sponsored stuff too um we have things to get out and there's a lot of like integration with it that just like that face value will slip by you but Mm -hmm. um when you when you're the person like behind the scenes putting it on like you know that this piece of content that i'm putting out what it really is is um, sponsored content that we've just snuck in. Like, for example, uh, this past weekend during our home series, um, every clip that we did was a partnership with USAA. Right. Uh, we just had like a end card at the end. Um, and then our, our captions for each one also incorporated like some usage of USAA. So that was just like a, another aspect of things that wasn't, I wasn't really um, having to be involved in before uh, subliners. But other like things off the top of my head, um i'd say working with a team um and i mean that more so like wester we were a team but it was kind of just like we all contributed towards the same product now it's like i'm on the marketing team um i'm coordinating things with like our content team um and it's just like or more like merchandise gets in uh so it's it's knowing like kind of how when when to implement things um yeah so scheduling mm. and and uh integration and uh collaboration sounds like the three main things that you're mentioning here that obviously take priority now yeah i mean it makes sense right like at that level you have brand commitments you have sponsorship commitments you have a much larger team that you're not only working with but also uh the content team right there's a full content team that you have to work with as well so i completely see that you know 
that jump from Wester to that, you know, and that's no shot at you and Rosie and, and Jung shout out Rosie and Jung, by the way. Uh, Mm -hmm. but like that jump would be huge for sure. You know? Yeah. And I think that's one thing like, um, I'd really commend Anbox for like, even, even though I'm now at a a place where like, yeah, my primary role is being on the marketing team. I'm not like restricted in any way by that. Um, Mm -hmm. And I say that because, like, the, the kind of the environment at Anbox is more like the opposite. Like, we're encouraged to share ideas whenever we have them and um, put them towards like being implemented if it's a good idea that everyone uh, enjoys. Like, for example, the memes. Um, again, I'm I'm just a socials guy. I'm a social media coordinator, but now it's at the point where uh, I have my duo. Shout out Zemos, and he and I like coordinate all of the pregame, postgame, and like game day week memes so right anytime you see one just know it's a gershon zemos banger and yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah we're, seen, we're hitting you guys uh hitting a few out of the park already so that's <laughs> awesome yeah yeah um but yeah, yeah like it's it's cool to see how um the the way teams work also compares because of course like that's one thing i've gotten to learn now that i'm actually like on a team um interacting with other people and seeing like how they operate because of course a lot of it is also not only networking, but more so understanding like what works for other teams. And just like, because I am friends with people on those other teams, understanding like um, good ideas that they have and like figuring it out together. Like what are things we can both talk about, take home to our own um, respective orgs and like implement there. And I think um, where I'm going with this is like talking about junk because shout out junk. He, he got picked up on the empire mm-hmm. as a result of uh, his, his work at Wester. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's helping uh, edit videos and stuff for them. And he's also like a social content intern. So helping come tweets and um, yeah, I think uh, the reason I bring this up is because a lot of people have the perception that like, if I'm on a CDL org here um, instantly, I'm enemies with like someone at optic or someone at phase, but um, the very real reality, which I like happily came to realize is like when, when you're on a CDL team and you're interacting with people that you're supposed to be competing with, it's, it's quite the opposite. It's more yeah. of just like, how's your day at work? Mine was good. What worked for you? What was good about it? Right. And it's, it's, it's like a respect I, thing. Like, you know, we're all in this boat together kind of thing. It's, it's more of like camaraderie, dude. It's like, camaraderie, yeah. That's it, yeah. Helping each other yeah. feel like. It's home, so mm-hmm. yeah, it was, yeah, that was confusing to get out. But I think it point it, is it kind of yeah, it kind of looks like it's its own like niche like group of of people because you don't really see this anywhere else in sports or any kind of other esports really. That I mean, unless I'm not looking at it, but like you know, these social media teams kind of collabing with each other on the TL in the CDL. I mean, could you imagine seeing that out, like out of the NFL? You know what I mean? Like that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Like so, you guys are kind of like building your own little culture within those positions that are kind of fairly a new concept as well. You know what I mean? I think that's what I was trying to get at. Um, <laughs> I'm just thinking about the tangent I just went on, <laughs> but yeah, it, <laughs> it, 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 it's it stemmed from that idea. The fact that like what the fact that I'm on Anbox doesn't mean like I'm. I'm not I hate um, everybody else in the league now. <laughs> yeah. And I think like what I was trying to mention is, is again, what Jim just said, like the culture that apart from the world, of Anbox and self is the culture like on the side of that. And which is just like working in the CDL and um, having all those new friends to just interact with. Mm-hmm. Like 
again, I can't really say like without being in that position, but I feel like, yeah, if I was a social media person on like, let's say Niners, my home team, um, a lot of what I do would be restricted within like that bubble of the Niners. Cause we don't see like yeah. NFL teams interact with each other, mm-hmm. um, collaborate on content. So yeah, I think niche is a great way to put it. Like it's kind of our own little like home environment working in the CDL. Yeah. We get to, at the end of the day, just interact with the homies on the timeline, whether it's from our personal accounts or our brand accounts. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and I yeah. like that there's like a respect factor too. You know, like yeah, even if, even if it is like a subtle jab or a shot from one you know one team to another, it's like okay, I see you, respect. Yeah, yeah. You, got, you got you got me. That's a good one. You know, and dude, it's hilarious because uh, anytime like that does happen, like for example, subliners and ravens are always going back and forth, just messing with each other. Like our group chat will just blow up. <laughs> just like waiting for for the next response. Yeah, waiting for the yeah. next banger. That's awesome, yeah. man. And uh, I'm I'm glad because you mentioned it's it's a good it's been a good experience and a good realization. I'm glad that that's the case um, for you uh, going into the you know obviously that new world. I was hoping for the best and hoping that you it was everything that you wanted it to be. You know, and I'm I'm glad that that's the case uh, for you and. Uh, I'm glad that everyone in there is so collaborative and uh, has that camaraderie. It's 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 good to see, you know, because the COD scene on like a grindy lower level, like playing level, it can be kind of toxic, as we all know. So uh, it's it's nice to see that there is some positivity being, you know, spread uh-huh. around at other levels, which is cool. Yeah. Uh, I had another question for you, uh, kind of pivoting off of. Uh, jumping in with the subliners and getting to know everybody over there. Obviously you said making new friends, et cetera. Tell, tell us how the, the flank opportunity uh, came about. Uh, if, if I'm not mistaken, you're also helping out with the flank socials as well. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I remember seeing yeah. you in, uh, in the flank a couple of times talking about oh, yeah. uh, I think Haggy was in there one time or I don't know, there was a bunch of people. And uh, yeah, so kind of take us from that point, you know, when you were in the flank on the cast to now helping out running their socials. Well, it's funny because when I was on the flank during the whole I'm 19, I run socials. Yeah. <laughs> uh, little moment. Um, that was that was before. That was actually like during my waiting period. Like I was waiting to hear back from subliners. Um, but yeah, I was just in the flank. And that that's like a whole thing that there's no like point in addressing because it was just like, miscommunication zuma thought i was the the gm of wester right um where no nah, i was just he, a random he didn't kid. really know what was going on at wester period like which was, i don't all blame trying to figure it out yeah yeah I, well i think people people discredit like wester by saying like oh like they don't know what's going on it's just like roster meeting here and there but the thing is and this is this is what i'm like this is the secret i'm letting you guys on into like nobody realizes this Wester doesn't like make any significant amount of roster moves compared to any other CDL teams. The only thing is Wester was the one like actually posting and posting about it. Cause nice. the thing is if we're making a roster move, it's because every other roster in um, somehow. the, the challenger scene is shifting. Exactly. But we like the Wester brand had the initial traction of like the back to back to back wins Mm -hmm. and since then like yeah it was a whole dominoes that was supposedly like everything going haywire but in reality like we we use that to our advantage to build up the brand and it was people like checking in on the western page to see 
what roster was changing in like what day because the thing the thing about challengers is like there's not as much of an integration with the league like Call of Duty League doesn't have their own official like Call of Duty Challengers page. No, um, the one that's run is just by, run by again Straight Passion out of yeah. few people that that are there, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of Challengers teams as well. Like, don't don't really post, but a lot of that's because like the the lack of actual presence of teams. Most of his pickup squads, right? Yeah, um, but yeah, we just do. We so just get kind of on that give note. A voice there. On yeah. that note, like back to your point with like uh, the Ravens and their current like little voice they have with like losing right now, they're just making the best of it. You guys mm-hmm. definitely made the best out of the ro- the constant roster changes to the point where it almost became like a little meme thing that you would throw up. I noticed, like you know, another exactly. roster change, or you know what I mean. I you'd see you commenting. Uh, I'd see you commenting on other <clears> posts <throat> and stuff like nobody can nobody's had more roster changes than wester or something i forget it was it was comedy but yeah you rolled with those punches man and continued to grow the brand which is super impressive yeah i think one of my last uh last memes at wester was coincidentally about new york um it was like <laughs> or i think both of us had uh entered like the the new season of the lead or we were both like top 16 for the cup and this is of course like someone's academy um it was like who or which team are you supporting? And it was like New York or New Fourth. New Fourth. Uh, it was a Western. <laughs> yeah, um, that's a good one. Yeah, but yeah, the fact that getting, you made something out of that is just speaks to your uh, creativity and talent, in my opinion. So good, that, good on you. Yeah, but kind of getting back to the original point. Um, yeah, that whole flank fiasco happened. Uh, not even a fiasco, just a weird, weird, weird day. But. <laughs> yeah. um, yeah, it, it went down. Um, but that was that was just like clarifying things. Like, of course, like Zuma and I had spoken, I guess, twice before through the podcast, something else. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Ben, who's, uh, of course, the co-host on the flank, he knew me because Ben used to um, help like in production for the podcast. So okay. when I was doing the whole like shout out Illy thing way back when he was the one <laughs> kind of allowing it to happen. So shout out Ben for that. Right. Um, but of course, like making that connection with Ben had let him uh, get an insight into what I was doing. Like he enjoyed it as well. The whole like kind of start to my involvement in esports. Um, and when it came time that like uh, he and Zuma decided they wanted to make something out of the flank, um, he threw my name in the conversation for helping out with the uh, socials. I got a DM from them, and yeah, that's kind of where things kicked off uh, for that. Awesome, and. Uh... I guess a question I always had is, so we're going from Wester to, you know, and doing a little bit of work with Empire as a mod, Wester, mm. uh, Subliners, and now the Flank. Do you ever uh, get confused with like the brand, different brand voices or does it ever throw you every now and then or are you pretty like good with that? Um, Not really. Well, at the time, like Wester was something that we developed together, so... Um, compared to like subliners where after joining subliners, I had to like understand what the brand voice was. Wester was something that like was kind of, you kind of second nature. You guys, yeah. you created yeah. yourselves. Right. Um, but of course, like now that Wester's um, kind of on the side and that's whole, that's all like out of the picture. And then of course, uh, Empire, cause I'm, I'm on subliners now. Yeah, yeah. Shout out, shout out Empire though. Amazing people there. Yeah. Uh, that helped me get my foot in the esports scene. So shout out to all of them. Free, free, um, free pistachio. Yeah, fruit pistachio. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, 
Short answer is no, because now it's just subliners and flank. Flank kind of works off the subliners, um, yeah. since that like there's a lot of interaction there. So right, yeah. Um, I think flank is different because it's not so much of a brand as, as it is like something that exists in the in the community. And I say that in a sense like it, we're not trying to build it up as its own like thing on Twitter so much as we are just like reporting um, the events of the flank. So. Right. Kind of recapping what happens yeah. on like the show, any major clips. You will get the occasional meme, but again, that's just like commentary on uh, what's going on in this. Man, I got to I got to tell you, like the flank is what this community like really needed. Like yeah. just the way like it's just the way that it's ran the content that is created through it. I mean, the, the, the viewership is insane, but this yeah. is what we wanted as 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 viewers It's like a dive deep into that stuff. And I think Zuma is perfect to be able to create that link between all the drama, all the professional kind of insight into things. You know what I mean? Like it's just, it's, it's really cool, really special what you guys got going on there, man. It's just, it's, it's great. Cause like I said, I mean, like another thing too, no other sport really has that, that deep dive into that kind of aspect of it. You know what I mean? The drama, the, the player interviews, all that stuff. The, yeah. The I mean, flank was like the thing we didn't know we needed. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, exactly. I'll, I'll tell you guys what I told Zuma that one fateful day. I'm, I'm 19. I run social. So <laughs> all, all the credit for like what they're doing there goes to, um, again, Zuma and Ben. But I think it just like kind of pushes out the, the formula that like everyone said since day one, but not everyone is implemented. And that's just the fact that like content is king. Yep. Um, Ben was like Ben was also someone that people knew but they never really like seen his personality put on mm-hmm. broadcast um, but now that it is like he's he's a vital piece in the COD community yeah um, like I'll see I'll see the uh, CDL chat just during a match like when, when the team slips up like very drastically I'll see kids in there just saying oh Ben's gonna have some comments about this one <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's funny and, him, him and uh, Tommy are kind of attached at the hip now almost you know exactly um so it's it's cool to see that it i think compared to subliners like flank really reminds me of um like working at western in the past because like that's what flank is now of course like zuma and ben run the show but then we have like individual people that all do their own part we have like a guy that does timestamps, someone that works on um like the thumbnails and stuff for the videos um someone that runs like the zuma clips channel where a lot of stuff gets uploaded so it's kind of just like everyone uh, on the individual like parts of the team um doing their part and doing their best uh uh, doing a job in their best ability so kind of reminds me of like startup versus corporation if you will Mm -hmm. you know you got that startup vibe that startup feel to a a company and then you know you have your established you know still growing and learning in andbox and subliners but more established more scheduled more staff kind of thing freshman jv and varsity baby yeah uh, I had a random question. You got any plans to head out to New York and visit visit the everybody that you've uh, you're working with now? Um, one day I think, just because like the way the the year has been, um, a lot yeah. of circumstances have led to the point where yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, um, because of that, not everyone is actually like in New York or in the office. Um, there's people that are still based out of there, but for example, like Maloney's in Texas with the players because he's always helping out on content. Mm-hmm. Um, we have like other people just here and there. Some Texable is in uh, Colorado, I believe. 
uh, Denver. Yeah. Um, but uh, he's Nebraska, I think now. Nebraska, he yeah, got you. yeah, yeah. He lives in Nebraska now. Got you. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just a. Uh, I guess. Well, what I, I, should, I, I guess what I should have said is, do you look forward to eventually? heading out yeah. there and like meeting everybody somewhere oh dude new york for sure um hey. like regardless of esports or not like i'm a i'm a frank sinatra fan right <laughs> yeah. so yeah uh it's it's, it's always been it's on the cards but i think maybe exactly it's a uh, if anything, I'm, for sure yeah no if there's anything i'm really looking forward to it's uh probably like champs which is on the horizon because i was gonna uh, say dude right around the corner and you're in la like yeah. get it it's it's less about location and more about like meeting the people i work with as you mentioned storm so yeah for sure. Yeah, yeah. like it, there's there's nothing better than, you know, having that online interaction, like even Jim and myself, like I can't wait to finally meet this guy in person. Like I'm up here in yeah, Canada, yeah. you know, locked down. But uh, yeah, there's nothing better than, you know, like have building that online relationship and working relationship. But then finally, you know, just meeting, every, meeting everybody and kind of going out to di- going out to eat and just laying cool. You know what I mean? Like that's a g- great feeling. It's awesome. It's good for. uh your relationship going forward too when you're working together to put a face yeah. to the name, you know? Yeah. I was I was like kinda of bummed out to not be able to go to the event this past weekend. Of course I had school stuff, but right. um just like seeing everyone together, um a lot of them meeting each other for the first time, like just kinda of warmed my heart because again, like the experience working at Anbox is really great and there's a lot of like communication between each other. So I actually like get to learn about and regularly interact with the people that i work with so yeah it's, it's kind of like a family there's no like better way to put it yeah um, sure. insert i got those vibes. insert vin diesel meme here yeah uh talking about family but <laughs> <laughs> we, we yeah we got some uh content coming out related to that soon <laughs> for sure yeah i got you uh yeah, no, we we kind of got like a glimpse of that this past weekend through uh, Hunter's eyes, Semtexable, because uh, we've mm-hmm. developed a good relationship with him over the past, uh, I guess, six months or whatever. And yeah, definitely seeing everybody, you know, unite like that, it definitely gave off those family vibes. So that's awesome. And oh, for sure. All it was missing was, you know, Gersh, just plug him in there and it's a yeah. done deal. Yeah. But yeah, uh, another question I had, Jim, are you still going? To, are you planning on going to Champs? Side note. Uh, right now it's in the works, man. I mean, I just got to, so I got to put in my leaf form. Um, once that's approved, uh, and it's good to go because I got a family. I'm gonna tie it in because I have a family uh reunion on the 15th. So I'll already okay. be in Southern California. I might just ball that all up into one and go see my family and chill, and then see if I can't rage out at champs, man. <laughs> yeah, it works out. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh. Sorry, Gersh, you mentioned school. Uh, how's that going? Uh, how are you balancing everything? Are you finding the balance hard? Or, yeah, just how's school going still for you? Um, my classes right now, of course, it's the summer sessions. So that's just, like, anyone that wants to do extra stuff on the side. Um, and it's still, like, online. And a lot of those, like, summer session classes are kind of work at your own pace, but everything will be due at some point. Okay. Um, so it's it's not really, like, anything that I can't manage. It's just, like a small addition to the list of tasks I have to do every day. And yeah, it's, it's easier to balance if anything. Right, so. right on. That's awesome. I'm yeah. glad to hear that. Uh, I want to switch it up a little bit. It's not a boom cast. If we don't throw in like a fun segment here and there. Yeah. Uh, so we, we have this new segment. Uh, we didn't run it with you the first time around cause we didn't have it yet, but we like to call it mm-hmm. this or that. It's 
So basically, gotcha. rapid fire questions, uh, just to get to know yeah. you a little better on a personal level, gaming, everything out of the window, just uh, get to know Gersh a little better. Cool? Yeah. All right. Jim, give me 60 seconds. All right. So yeah, like I said, rapid fire. I'm just going to, when I ask the first question, Jim's going to start the timer. We're going to try and rip through as many of these as we can. Cool? All right. I'm ready. All right. Here we go. Pancakes or waffles? Uh, pancakes, easy. Coke or Pepsi? Coke, all day. Blinds or curtains? Uh, blinds, they're more manageable. Train or plane? One more time. Train or plane? Uh, I think plane. Phone or tablet? Low-key phone. Uh, iced coffee or hot coffee? Why not both? All right. Interna- <laughs> international vacation or new TV? Um, international vacation for sure. TV or book? Book. Movie at home or movie in the theater? This one where I'm going to take time. <laughs> um, I think at the theater. Okay. Ocean or mountains? Ten seconds. Uh, ocean. City or country? Five. Country. Mac Four, or PC. Three. Uh, two. PC. One. Super sandwich. Last one. Oh, uh, honestly, soup. All right, there we go. All right, we ripped through a bunch there. Yeah. So the one that had you held up is movie at home or theater. So for me, 100%, I'm picking theater only because we've yeah. been cooped up at home for a exactly. couple You know what I mean? Like, I'll do anything to go to the movies right now and get some popcorn and just see a movie. That's my thing, man. Like, typically, I'd always been a movie at home person just because, like, you kind of unwind after a busy week and instead yeah, of, like, getting the get hassle of going out and. Yeah, it's just at home. You order whatever you want, just kick back and watch a movie. But at this point, dude, it's just like I'm a, I'm an outgoing person. I just I yeah. just want to go out and have a good day with friends, come back home and just sleep and not think about it. So, dude, have you tried? Have you seen this new like butter hack people are doing with their freaking movie theater like popcorn tubs? I think I I heard that you it was stick, a thing. You I stick see what it was. straws. So you stick straws in uh-huh. the in the tub and you get you, you put butter around on top and then you fill butter in each straw to get it to the bottom and to get it to the bottom and then what you do is you 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 pull it off and then you pull the straws up and as you pull the straw up it just infuses the entire thing with butter so instead of putting butter in the top shaking it up losing some back and forth shaking it up and having it trickle down like you already have like tubes of butter that you just like lift up Dude, shout out that guy or girl. Yeah. Because that's super <laughs> innovative. Yeah. And like, that's I a think, real problem. I think it, try, like, try. It, was, it was never a thing for me because the reason I enjoy butter usually is because it's like salted, right? Mm-hmm. It's good to have with the popcorn. But um, at least the theater I go to, they have, they have salt on the side. So you just like throw it in and it all shakes yeah. up anyway. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I can see like why that would be a, a thing. Are you guys... Are you guys a flavor on your popcorn kind of person, like those little flavor packets, or no? Um, I am, but yeah, typical like theater experience is always just OG. So yeah, Yeah, me too. See, something I do. So I don't make microwave popcorn. Like I am way too bougie for that. I just take Mm -hmm. like the actual kernels and I make it over the stovetop. And something I do do is I take salted butter and I'll lightly brown it so that the salt kind of separates from the butter itself. And then I pour it over my, my popcorn that I make at the house and it 
kind of changes the flavor a little bit, makes it a little bit more rich, rich butter, but then the salt crystals are there too. So it's pretty, it's pretty cool. Jim's uh, a, we need a cooking series at a gym. He's, uh, I think he he mentioned that uh, before we started. Yeah, we yeah, gotta man, get we gotta get him on some cooking videos something. on TikTok or something for yeah. sure. I'm experimenting this week. I bought all the uh, most of the ingredients. I have to go to an Asian food market, but I'm gonna try to make my own Korean uh, bim bim bop at the house. Mm. Hell yeah! I still gotta try Korean barbecue, but that's another topic for another day. Gersh, come come down here, man. Yeah. Appreciate you coming on again, man. Uh, again, uh, just to say, like, super happy for you, super proud of you, and uh, proud of your success and you know everything you've been able to accomplish. Wish you nothing but the best. Keep killing it. And uh, yeah, any uh, any where can people find you? We'll we'll have your socials up on the screen. But in case anybody you know didn't see the first episode, they can give you a follow and see what you got going on. Yeah. Um... I guess at this point, find me at Champs, right? Uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll be the there. Find him at Champs. Yeah. Um, socials are just there. But yeah, otherwise, dude, at this point, it's just taking life one day at a time and enjoying it for what it is. Um, I'm happy that like the work paid off, but it's not like kind of looking down or anything. It's more of just looking forward and yeah, it's, um, it's never over. Being, right? being thankful. So, yeah, it's never over. And another thing is, you know, when you clock out for the day or whatever, don't forget that you're 19, man. Enjoy, enjoy your yeah. life. Yeah. You know, enjoy, enjoy your time with friends. Enjoy your life for sure. It's, it's for sure been rough. Like, I mean, again, dude, I'm a, I'm a really like outdoors person just trying to get out of the house. Um, like, for example, last year, I was supposed to um, go and take a break, just camp for a week in my home, uh, with my friends. But um, that was also when like the wildfires happened. So just because all the smoke in the air, a lot of stuff yeah. got, uh, got shut down. Um, but hopefully like stuff opening back up means we're all getting together. Um, at this point, like with champs, it's translating like the, the friendships I've made online to the very real thing and to see everyone getting to make sure Justin Pistachio knows the value that in and out brings to humanity. But yeah, bro. Yeah, um, man. You need to, t- you need to let them know. I have to. Dude. Yeah. But yeah, otherwise yeah. it's just in- enjoying anything, dude. Like that's, that's the one thing I've learned this past year. Side, side kind of suggestion question. Do you fish yeah. at all? Uh, no. So I want to. You, like, you had mentioned you'd mentioned like you like the outdoors. So I grew up in Southern California. A lot of people mm-hmm. kind of know that Huntington Beach. So I'm familiar with the area. One thing my buddies and I used to do, man, like at your age, even younger, is like we would walk around with like like fishing poles. We'd go like, a lot of bodies of water, even if they're like at an apartment complex or like somewhere like where you know they have like like a kind of natural scenery or whatever mm. there's bass there's bass because bass are a filter fish and they help like that ecosystem you can mm. bass fish like anywhere dude even in like a no concrete way. jungle yeah you can carp fish in the you know like those um aqueducts like under the freeways and stuff like that mm. like you can carp fish like, dude, i caught like a 10 pound carp in this big huge like drainage ditch in the back of my house growing up in huntington beach and like i had my stepdad come in and like help me it was like a 10 pound <laughs> cart dude thing was huge like uh-huh. so you can get into something like that like urban fishing dude they do it all the time like it's it's pretty cool so if you like getting outside being outdoorsy making this suggestion there yeah dude uh like i i gotta try it for sure that's this one thing that's on my, on my list but yeah, yeah f- I like fishing it. or being near water for me uh is one of those things where it just it's it's an unplugging mechanism if that makes sense yeah you know, just unplug from 
technology in the world for a minute and just focus on something that's really primal and yeah it's a really good tool that's what it, yeah that's what camping is to me but again like that's that's what i was kind of saying like the one thing the past years taught me is just like things aren't always going to be in the ideal situation for any of us especially like when we know what makes us happy and we're deprived of all of that but it's more of just like taking everything for what it is and trying to find a happiness in that so yeah and you know it's kind of cool like we've all uh made new friends this past year you know with you know call of duty and socials and everything being at the center of it but the fact that like you said you're going to champs you're going to now meet these people in in person uh and make uh, new memories you know make that uh online friendship a real thing so that's awesome yeah just i'm thankful yeah for sure we got we got to look at the good right we got to take the good out of it so yeah all right well that's it for this episode of the boomcast if you've made it this far uh, we appreciate you we love you make sure you hit us with a like uh, comment and subscription we would really appreciate that and stay tuned for more episodes and make sure you go hit up gersh with a follow his socials will be down here on the screen and uh, we appreciate all of you uh, signing out jim any last words no man i just appreciate you seeing you again i love talking to you gersh dude like you know you're the homie and i love seeing your stuff on the tl and like let's make it a three-peat one day you know hope so dude for sure, appreciate man. you guys boom, the boomcast is always home for you man yeah promise you yeah man. all right Ooh, one last thing yeah go ahead free justin statue all right yeah, free justin my boy's statue. locked free up justin right now statue. by the twitter demon yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right we'll catch y'all later peace all right. peace peace